Jeremy Moulton, I'm Deputy Leader of Southampton City Council. So the starting point is the City Council has got a lot less money than it has had in previous years. Over the next four years, we've got to save £65 million just to stay still, and that's as a result of reduced funding from government, but lots of other pressures such as inflation and increasing costs for the elderly and vulnerable children and so on. Um, So if we want to make any cuts at all, then we would have to put up people's council tax by 100%. We'd have to double your council tax. So if you were in a bandy, that would be you couldn't have paying £3,000 a year in council tax forever. So clearly that's not acceptable. So we've got to make some savings. We thought the best thing to do would be to make a mixture of efficiency savings, which wouldn't impact frontline services, and some changes to terms and conditions. And that's what the dispute's about, because Southampton, um, not, not, not um, every council has gone down our route, some have, but we're, we're relatively unique in that we've gone for this approach. What we're trying to do is protect frontline services, um, protect um, the lowest paid, who we say we give a pay rise to, and also protect jobs. Um, if we didn't do these terms and condition changes, we would have to cut services more and we would have to cut more council staff, and we don't think that's the right thing to do in the current financial climate. Other cities are doing the wrong thing, in my view. So if you take um, Manchester or Liverpool, they are shedding thousands of council jobs and they're cutting deep into frontline services. So we're not doing that. We're making sure we keep all our libraries, our shore start centres, all our swimming pools open. We think that's the right thing to do. But it does mean we have to look at some difficult decisions like these terms and condition changes. Um, the point about the dismissals notice, um, notices, we've been in discussion with the union since November last year And we only introduced these notices um, in April after six months of failing to get anywhere, you know, anywhere even close to an agreement with the union, despite the fact that the council had moved its position time after time. And and we've just found the unions, despite that, you know, they want to talk, they keep saying, but when they turn up, they have absolutely nothing to say. And I think the issue is more about, you know, saying they want to talk rather than actually coming forward with any constructive proposals. Um, And just to illustrate that, we've now put five separate sets of proposals to the trade unions and the latest one, which will protect people's pay under 22,000 and actually give a pay rise to people earning over 21,000. They've refused to put that to their members. Now, we didn't want to put these dismissal notices forward, but we have to set a a legal budget at the end of the day. We've only got a certain amount of money and we ran out of time, so we had to do this. But we've always said if we can reach a negotiated settlement then, of course, we'll get rid of the notices. Um, you know, we're running out of time now, but we're still looking for a negotiated settlement. Um, well, the bin men are back on Tuesday, and, and that's good, and, and we're, we're pleased that they're prepared to do that, and we hope that they'll stay back at work. But in the meantime, we have got some um, contractors out clearing some of the bin bags. So, But really, I mean, we need to get a negotiated settlement, and we've said to the unions that we'll give this pay rise to people earning below a certain threshold, and that does include 95% of bin men, so we think that really they should put that to their staff and hopefully that will resolve the matter. Copyright. Copyright.